0: All right, will say good morning. Let us begin. We want to begin by thanking our Talmud sponsors to thank. Paul and Kathy Pollack for dedicating all the Shirman and Drushos this month in memory of Paul's grandmother, Dina Bas Pasach, and his grandfather, Zechariah, Ben Zechariah, to thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Karen and Akiva Noach Andrews, for dedicating all the just this week in commemoration of the outside of Karen's mother, Marsha Bas David Vechano. we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshama Salahav and Aliyah, and the families in Nechama. But with that, let us begin. We have a very exciting Gemara ahead of us today. A lot of really incredible Gemara. And fascinating halacha as well. So yesterday, we were privileged to begin the parak of Pesach Sheini, right? Or I should say, a parak that contains the halachas of Pesach Sheni. So we'll see him here, really how fascinating these halachas are. Well, let's see. So we'll say tzadikim of 93. We are picking up two, four, six lines in Tan Rabbanon. So we'll say these are the individuals who go ahead and perform Pesach Sheni. Who are they? Hazovin Vahazavos, Hamitsa Ra'in Venidos Ra'os, Vinidos, Uboalainidos, Vahyoldos. So we these are all the individuals who go ahead and perform Pesahsheni. Again, a pretty exhaustive list. This is the who's who of the world of tumah, Right? Everyone. Bless you. Everyone. Again, the Zav, the Zav, we have, we've seen all these terms before. Ha-Shogigin v'hanusin. Similarly, again, I will say Shogigin. Now remember, Shogig is a What's the case of Shogig? The guy forgot that it's Erev Pesach. Now, now what cave do you have to be living in to not know that it's Erev Pesach? Okay, whatever, whatever the Messias is. Shogig... A new sin, so again, we'll discuss this case in greater depth as well. Someone who's just uh, the victim of, we'll call it extenuating circumstance. V'ha mezidin. Now, interestingly enough, we'll talk about this as well. The mazidin, of course, is someone who knows his Pesach, but is intentionally not offering up the carbon for, for whatever the reason. Vitami sh'hai or someone who is tame and on a faraway path. All these individuals have the ability to go ahead and do Pesach Sheini. So I will say, what's interesting to note is, essentially, what do you see from this list? Pretty much anyone who misses Pesach Rishon has the ability to perform Pesach Sheini. When I say anyone, this is true if you're tameh. this is true if you're Ones, this is true if you're Shogig, this is true if you're mizid. in other words, Anyone has the ability to take advantage of Pesach Sheni. If that's the case, Imkein Lama Ne'amar Imkein Lama Ne'amar if that's the case, then why does the Torah specifically say Tame? In other words, we'll say, when you read the Pesukim of Pesach Sheini, you it's very easy. What's the impression you walk away with when you read the Pasuk of Pesach Sheni? Who could do Pesach Sheni? Two people. Who are the two people? Tomei Der Choka. So, but yet, if you look at this price, so this price is pretty much anyone who misses Pesach Rishon could do Pesach Shemi. So then why are you writing tameh? So the Gemara says... So what do you mean, why does it say? Well, is actually interesting. No, no, no. Tameh is written. Tameh is written. Why? Because Halacha said to teach you that even if the individual who is tame wants to do Pesach Rishon, we do not allow him to do so. We do not allow him to do so. So what's interesting is as follows. Apparently, there's a Havamina. Maybe the Havamina is because we actually have seen that certain Halachos of Tumah are relaxed in order to allow one to perform Pesach Rishon. So perhaps you might have thought that Pesach Rishon is so dramatic that even someone whose tummy should have the ability to offer it up. Therefore, another Torah says that a person whose tummy does Pesach Sheni to tell you that he can't do Pesach Rishon. Okay. So if that's the case, why do you write B'day Chok? And Elizabeth will say, remember, what the Bray suggests did is essentially created a new rule. The new rule is, if for whatever reason you did not perform Pesach Rishon, you can perform Pesach Sheni. So now I'm left with the fundamental question, if that's the case, why such a limited description of Pesach Sheni, of Tameh and Derech Rehoka? The says, I need Tameh, because you might have thought that a person who's Tameh maybe still has the ability to offer a Pesach Rishon, Kamash well, they don't. Fine. Why Derech Rehoka? Lepot Karis. Ultimately, again, to go ahead and exempt him from Kares, From Koresh, so the Gemara says, So listen to this. So ultimately, again, to tell you, See, it can't be to tell you that if somebody Badar Cholka wanted to do Karim pesach, that he can't do it because he's B'der Rachoka. Remember, B'der Cholka means what? Actually, we're going to define on, on the base how far is far. But ultimately, again, he's too far away. So unlike the Tameh guy, who technically is present and can do it, and therefore the Torah has to say he can't do it, but the B'der Rachoka guy is too far to be able to do it. If that's the case, why is it mentioned? Ultimately says the la the to tell you that if somebody is and therefore does not offer up Pesach Rishon, he is Potter from Kharais. But the says, what do you see from here? Amar Remember, this closes the loop on what we started yesterday. Remember again the first in the new Perak was about the following situation. What happens about the individual who is bederek rechoka, whatever that means? We haven't defined how far is far. Let's say someone is bederek rechoka, but what does he do? He sends word to his mespachah in Yerushalayim, because what says we're going to see b'pachshas means that you can't get there by when? By when? By Shechita, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like from yesterday's Gemara. We'll debate that today. But by pashtus right now, it sounds like someone who can't make it to Yushalayim by Zman which means before sunset of, of Pesach, of Pesach night. So let we'll us remember again, we began by saying, what happens if a person sends word to his Mishpach in Yushalayim? His family's there. And he says, guys, I will get there by tonight. Include me in the Chabura. Does that work or not? That was a Machlokas, Rav Nachman, and Rav Shishis. So Rav Nachman says, it works. Rav Shishis says, it doesn't work. The Gemara says, interestingly enough, the Torah says, Derek Rechokas, Pater from Kares. Now, interestingly enough, what does that tell you? That tells you that, technically speaking, the Gemara wants to suggest, that technically speaking, Halach, <laughs> Halam, that guys, Derek could have been Yosei Karban Pesach. How could he have been Yosei Karban Pesach if he's too far away? How could that happen? He could have sent word to his family in Yerushalayim, and they could have included him in the Chabura. Even if he failed to do so, ultimately, again, he's not Chayiv Kareh. So the Gemara wants to use this as a proof for Hurza for the position, ultimately, of Rav Nachman. Shavuot, I'll just tell you this, just because I want to close this out before we move on. So the Raman Paskin's over here in this particular Halacha. He says this is in Parak Hay, Halacha Gimel of Hilchos Karben Pesach. So the Rabbim writes as follows. I'm just going to read it to you. He says, So we'll say, you could, by the way, you could see that this is like, this is like a real mitzvahs case because you get stuck in traffic. I him, I'm just saying, well, we're going to talk about how far is that, but you could have a guy who is just, I'm not going to make it to Yushalayim in time for Shita, but I will make it in time for yomtiv. In time for yom Tiv. so I'll we'll say, Sina, watch what happens." So what happens if the guy's there? Cholka v'shaktu v'zarka is adam. But my chabura, my is in yushalayim, and they have me in mind. They say, "Ah, oh, Shmuel, he's always late. He's always late." Fine, he'll be here for yom Tiv. So let's just have him in mind for the shrita for the he's part of the chabura. What's the locha? Afa ba lo hurtza v'chayev v'pesach sheni. So we will say, ultimately, the rabbans paskins like the position of Rav Shishas, that it does not work. In order for you to be part of a Chabura, you must be present in Yerushalayim at the time of the Shechita. If you're not there, if you're not there, doesn't work. Ultimately, again, you are Bader say. Now, now the truth is, I take that back a little bit. We're, we're going to see, this is a din in Derech Rechoka, right? So this, really what this is saying is, if I'm too far out of Yerushalayim, at the time of the Shechita, we will discuss what happens if you're not with what happens if you're closer, I mean, we'll say Derech Hoka, being too far, is a halachic term. If it's a halachic term, it means that what? That what? That it has a shear, Right? That it has an amount. So we haven't defined that yet, but we'll see. But at least for now, you begin to see we Paskin, like Raman Paskin like Rav Sheshes, that Allah if you're with and they Shecht on your behalf, it does not work, and you must do Pesach Shemi. Now, the Gemara says, so Gemara says, This is interesting, because in the Brisa, in the Brisa, you included both the male and female terms, right? Zavin, Zavos, Mitzorah and Mitzorahos. So, is that you telling me now that a woman is Chayaves in Pesach Sheni? We learned, You might have thought that the only people who do Pesach Sheni are the ones listed in the Pasuk. Tameh Nefesh, someone who's Tameh, and De'erch Rehoka, Zavinah Mitzroen, Ubole Nidos Minayin, Rabosei, how do I know that Zavin, Mitzroen, Bole Nidos, Bole Nidos is a man who had relations with a woman who's a Nida, who, who, there, who afterwards has a protracted Tumah. So how do I know that these individuals do Pesach Sheni? Tamod Lomar, Ish Ish, therefore the passage ish ish Nabosei. Was there Bryson, more than Bryson number two? Bryson number one included the feminine forms. Bryson number two does not. Which seems to indicate that what Bryson number two is saying is only men who are chayiv in Pesach Sheni, not women. And in fact, remember the passage that the Gemara is quoting is ish ish. So which one is it? Are women micho yavos in Pesach Sheni or not micho yavos in Pesach Sheni? To which the Gemara says, lo kashah, ha rabiyosi, ha both say, this we had this, this was Shabbos' is daf. Right, Shabbos' is daf, we had this, machlokis lo gerashi, ha and so we'll say that was a machlokis. So remember again it's a machlokis ultimately again if women are Yavos, in Pesach Sheni or not, the two brysos reflect the two points of view. Tanravonon, Chayev karis So we'll say now this is very interesting, and here's where we're going to drill into the kishkas. I mean not literally, but drill into the kishkas of Karim Pesach. Probably wrong term, right? But really get, get into the details, get into the details of the mechanics of Karim Pesach. Quite a fascinating sugya. here we go. Chayev karis karis Rebbe. Rebbe says, you Chayev if you missed Pesach Rishon. And you're Chayiv if you missed Pesach Shein. Obviously, you can't be Chayiv karis twice, just like you can't be Chayiv Misa twice. What Rabbi is saying is there is kari 's liability for the intentional missing of Pesach Rishon and Pesach that, that That's the halacha. Again, we'll define exactly what this means in just a moment. Take a look at Rashi. He says, Rashi says, "Chayiv kares lalishani, chayiv kares lalasheni, chayiv kares yesh alzevi alzev, ubichad gavra lomishkachasla, the trait katali ubichad gavro. leka." So, the idea? Being obviously, it doesn't mean two people. What we'll see what Rabbi means is each carbon pesach and carbon sheni. Sorry, pesach lalishani pesach shini are a, well there? There is a chiy karis on each of them. We'll define what that means in just a moment. Rabbi Nassim, Rabbi Nassim says, "Chiy karis al rishon u pater al hasheni." Rabbi Nassim says, "No, the chiy karis only devolves upon Pesach rishon, but not on Pesach sheni." Rabbi Hananya ben Akavi, Rabbi Hananya ben Akaviy says, "Af al Eino rishon karis ela lo asa as And Rabbi Hananya ben Akavi says, "Even Pesach rishon." There is no kares, unless, of course, you didn't do Pesach sheni. So I say so three opinions. Rabbi says, we'll define what they mean in just a moment. Rabbi says, kares for Pesach Rishon and Pesach Shani. Rabbi Nason saying kares on Pesach Rishon, Patra on Pesach sheni. Rabbi Hananiah, Rabbi Hananiah even Ultimately, again, even the first one, there is no chi of kares, unless, of course, you did not do sheni. Now, what does this mean? So, we'll say, here we go. We'll say, this is such a fascinating case. They go according to their reasoning. This Here we go. We'll say, what a great case. What a great case. What a, what a, what a, what a great case. So, 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 the, so, the Gemara says as follows. We'll say, so listen to this. What happens if someone converts in between... Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. We'll say, hear this case? Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. What happens? So the Gemara says, V'chem katan shehigdil ben shnei p'sachim. We'll say, what a great case. Or a katan becomes a gadol in between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. So we'll say, you hear what a great case? This is Pesach Sheni. we normally look at as what? As what? As a tashlumen, right? It's a make-up date for Pesach Rishon. What's the denominator in both of these cases? The Katan, who, can, who became a Gadol, or the Ger who converted, what's the come denominator? No, Neither of them were Chayiv in Pesach Rishon. So if you're not Chayiv in Pesach Rishon, what's the nature of your obligation in Pesach Sheni? Great case. So the Gimars, listen to this. So Gershon is Chayiv in Shnei Pesachim, Mechen Katan, Sheikdovin Shnei Pesachim, Chayiv lasos Pesach Sheni Divrei Rebbe. So let's listen to this. So Rebbe says... The ger has to do pesach sheini, The katan has to do pesach sheni. I both say, now what's the logic? Look at Rashi for just a moment. It's Rashi in the second wide line. Chayev Las was pesach sheni. Again, I'm just giving you coming attraction. Rashi says, a regal atzmohu, delo, delo. So listen to this. Rebbe holds that pesach sheni is his regal diffne atzmo. This is wild. Rabbi Actuals that Pesach Sheni is its own independent yom div. Now, obviously, not its fully own independent yom div. Obviously, it's somehow a derivative and attached to Pesach Rishon but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, there's a connection, there's a connection. So there's a connection, but they are independent. So therefore, Rebbe says, Pesach Sheni is regal bifmei atzmo. Therefore, even if you are totally exempt from Pesach Rishon, it's more than exempt, you are not shaykh to Pesach Rishon, you are a Gentile Pesach Rishon, you are a katan Pesach Rishon, there's no shaykhs to Pesach Rishon, you still have to do Pesach Sheni. Incredible. So we'll say, now we're not finished. So that's Rebbe. That's Rebbe. Rebbe Koshe Zakok Koshe Rabbi Nasan on the other hand, holds that no, halachalam if you're obligated in Pesach Rishon, you're obligated in Pesach Shani. If you're not obligated in Pesach Rishon, you're not obligated in Pesach Shani. So we'll say, so again, what's Rabbi Nassan's logic? What's Rabbi Nassan's logic? Rabbi Nassan's logic is Pesach Shani is what we'll say. What is it? What is it? It's a tashlumen, it's a makeup. It's a makeup. A makeup is obviously only, only meaningful if what? There was a level of obligation in the primary mitzvah. So if you're obligated in Pesach Rishon and you miss Pesach Rishon, Pesach Shini is there ultimately again for you to go ahead and fulfill your obligation. But if halachalam Ma'isa, if Halo Ma'isa, you went ahead and you were not chayev in Pesach Rishon, there's no Tashlumin. In the shani. so it was a pretty amazing? But I just point out by the according to Nassan, th- this this logic we see this in other areas of halacha. For example, for example, there is a halacha of tashlumen by tefillah. For some reason, you missed shachris. So what's the halacha? What's the halacha? You could daven mincha twice. When is there the concept of tashlumen? When? When? If, for example, you are obligated in the primary tefillah but well, let's say for whatever reason you weren't obligated in Pesach, in, in, sorry, in, in Shachris. Let's we'll say, I'll give you a paradigmatic example of this. Rahman al-San, a person is an owning. right? A person is an owning for chakras, then the kvura happens. Do they have to daven mincha? So I don't daven, I don't daven on this. Do I have to daven mincha twice? And the answer is, no, because I was putter from Shachris. So Rabbi Nusson will say, Pesach Sheni is a tashlumen for Rishon. So if you weren't chayiv in Rishon, i.e. because I was a guy or I was a katan, then at the end of the day, there's no Pesach Sheni. The my <laughs> say, here we go, what do they argue about? Rabbi Savar, Sheni Regal Bifnei Atzmohu. Rabbi holds, this is incredible, that Pesach Sheni is pretty much its own yantif. It's own yantif And I say, now I want to be clear, obviously, Rabbi doesn't disagree with the fact that Pesach Sheni, its essence is there as a makeup for Pesach Rishon, right? Rabbi can't deny that. Why can't Rabbi deny that? Because it's a pasuk, right? It says in the Torah. But Rabbi, saying just mechanically, once Pesach Sheni is here, the way it is ultimately viewed is as. A regal bifne atzmo. Ultimately, again, it's its own independent yamtiv. So the gemara says, Rabbi Nasan Saver sheni tashlumin. Sheni tashlumin. I'm sorry, Rabbi Rabbi Nasan Saver sheni tashlumin derishonu. Rabbi holds that the sheni pesach sheni is a tashlumin, is a makeup for the rishon. But watch this. However, takune the lo maskinle. However, Rabbi Nasan will hold. and I both said this phrase is a bit enigmatic. But however, again, the Shani is not mitaking the Rishon. Now, what does that mean? Take a look at Rashi. Tashlumen the Rishon. It's the in the wide lines, it's the fourth wide line. Umandalo ichsi berishon lo mechayeva shani. So, therefore, because Shani is a Tashlumen, is a makeup for the Rishon, if you weren't fit for Rishon, you don't have Shani. Umiu takunei lerishon mikares imheze berishon lo metakile. Now, listen to this. When is Shani a Tashlumen for the Rishon? Only if you had a legitimate reason for missing the Rishon. But if let's say you didn't have a legitimate reason. In other words, I, inten- I intentionally missed Pesach Rishon. I just said, I don't feel like it. I, I don't feel like it. That, that, that's a Mezid. That's a Chivkares. Chas Shalom. In that case, Shani can't make up for Rishon. Sheni say, see, hear this. So as much as Rabbi Nassen is saying that Shani is a Tashlumen for Rishon, Sheni is only a Tashlumen when you had a legitimate reason for missing Rishon. But if you didn't have a legitimate reason for missing Rishon, Shani cannot work as a Tashlumen. Finish that Rashi. He says, Rishon <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So I'll say so. Therefore, this is the fundamental halogis, <laughs> Rabbi, Rabbi Noson. What is the nature of Pesach Sheni? Is Pesach Sheni a bifne atzmo or ultimately, again, is it a Tashlumen derishon? By the way, I'll say you begin to see the nafkamina, right? According to Rabbi, what will be the halacha if I intentionally miss Pesach Sheni? According to Rabbi, what does it sound like? Sounds like you could do Pesach shani right? Because according to Rabbi, Pesach Sheni is a yom, is a regal bifne atzmo. If it's a regal bifne atzmo, it doesn't really matter why I miss Pesach Rishon. If I missed, I could use Pesach Sheni. According to Rabbi Nasan, no, Pesach shani is a tashlumin. A tashlumen. If I had a legitimate reason for missing Rishon, I could do Sheni. But if I intentionally missed Rishon, Shani doesn't work. Rabbi Hanayi ben sabr. So what does Rabbi ben hold? Sheni takanta de Rishonu. But listen to this. Rabbi Hanayi ben Akavia holds. He holds that Allah. This is interesting. Not only is Pesach Sheni a tashlumen, but it's also a takana. Right? We'll say now, in takana, this, in this context, meaning a tikun. I should say tikun. Not only, ultimately, again, is it a tashlumen, but it's also a tikun. Which means what? That according to Bechanan Ben Akavya, even if you intentionally missed Rishon, and therefore Chasachon the Zechi of Kares, Shemi could come along and remedy that. So we'll say a three way machlokes about the mechanics of. Pesach Shani. Rebbe telling me regal bif neatsmo. It is its own independent yumtiv. At the end of the day, if you did not go ahead and do Pesach Rishon for whatever the reason, Shani is a regal bif neatsmo. Ultimately, again, Rabbi Noslin saying no Shani is a Tashlumen. And therefore, if for a legitimate reason you didn't do Rishon, you could do Shani. Rabbi Khanani Ben Akavi is saying it's a Tashlumen and a tikkun for Rishon. And even if for some reason, you are chayav kares for non-performance of Pesach Rishon, Sheni could come and remedy that. Dramatic. Ushshlosh ton mikra amazingly enough, all three of these opinions derive their opinions from the same drasha in the Pasek. So ultimately, again, the Pasik says if a person was not Tahar and he was not on the desk, So we'll say the Pasik over here is talking about a person who failed to perform Pesach Rishon for, for, for no legitimate reason. So the Pasik is so the guy's star and he was Bedarak Rachoka, the pesach So if a person fails to perform Pesach Rishon. For for no legitimate reason, he wasn't he was tahir and he wasn't m'deich rechoka chas l'shalem zehi of kares. He yisa He did not offer up the carb Hashem the carb pesach it's appointed. In its appointed time, he will bear his sin. This individual, so says the Gemara. So Rabbi says he 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 literally again he failed to perform the pesach and therefore he suffers karis So what does that refer to? The lo avid berishon. That refers That refers to a person who did not intentionally who, who intentionally did not perform pesach rishon. He's chayiv karis inami. Furthermore, again, the next part of the Pasik when it says he did not offer up the Hashem at its appointed time, that's Besheni. That's talking about Pesach Sheni. So everybody sees in the same Pasik that ultimately, again, there's a mention of Pesach Rishon, a mention of Pesach Sheni, which tells you what? That failure to perform Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, or and or Pesach results in kareis. Now I will say, Rebbe holds that if you intentionally miss Pesach Rishon and you intentionally miss Pesach Sheni, there's a, both of them bear a chi of kareis. Now that makes sense, because according to Rebbe, he holds that Pesach Sheni is regal bifne atzmo. So Im- embedded in the pasuk itself is a chi of kareis for non-performance of both of them. Umimai dahachet o yisa kareisum. then I will say, how do you know that the phrase chet o yisa? How do you know that ultimately, again, so I'll we'll say, again, if you happen to have the pasach printed in your Gemara, you can see how Rebbe breaks up the pasach. He reads it, That first part of the phrase is talking about failure to perform Pesach Rishon. Then, Rebbe holds, that's pasach, that, that's Pesach Shemi. And then it says, Rabbi says means chiyav Karis. <laughs> I asked the Gemara, "Mayda hachet o so, yisa karesu?" Rabbi, how do you know that chet o yisa? How do you know that that phrase refers to karis Top of tzadikim olam da'amidays kasavar. This is crazy. What says such a such a limud kasavar megadev? Hainu mevarich Hashem. He holds Rabbi say that the case of megadev is a case of a person ultimately, again, cursing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we'll say the Pesach that he's referring to over here is So we'll say the Torah speaks out the, the Megadif. So we're going to see the Machluch is what a Megadif is. Rabbi holds that Megadif is a person who publicly curses the Ribbon HaShalom. So what happens? And it says that there's a chi of Karehs for Megadif. Khato. And by another place, when it talks about cursing Hashem, it uses the Lashon of V'Nasachet O. Same Lashon that we found over here by Pesach. Therefore, V'Nasachet O by Mivarech means Kareis. And therefore, V'Nasachet O, V'Nasachet, by Karmah Pesach. by Pesach Shini also is Kareis. The well, Hai Chet O, Dehacha, Me Chet O, Dehassam, Ma'al Halan Kareis, Av Kanami Kareis. it. This is the Limit of Rebbe. So in one Pasuk, it's an incredible Chiddush. So in one Pasuk of Kavad Pesach, which we thought up until today, up until this daf, I always thought... This pasuk had one topic. The topic was Pesach Rishon. Rabbi puts a comma in there, and suddenly again, in one pasuk, you're talking about Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. By Pesach Rishon, the Torah explicitly says failure to do so is Karis. By Pesach Sheni, the Torah says failure to do so is Chet O yissa. I have the Gzeroshav of Chet O yissa, Chet O it says Chet O over here by Pesach Sheni. It says Chet O by Mevarich, a person who curses Hashem. Rabbi holds that the Megadeth is the Mevarich, by Megad, it says Kareis, therefore, by Mevarek, it says Cheto Yisa. From here, I see Cheto Yisa means Kareis. Means Cheto Yisa means Kareis by Mevarek. Therefore, Cheto Yisa means Kareis by Pesach Sheni. Beautiful Leibur. Good. So, i so say, that's Rebbe. That's Rebbe. Rebbe Nosson says, no. V'chada la'asos ha'pesach v'nechresa. So, all Gemara said everybody's actually in the same exact posik. So, the Pesach says, the individual did not perform Pesach Rishon. Therefore, he gets Kareis. The haiky, the Bible we'll says. Now that lashon of ki is lashon da'ha, means because, because. This is what the Torah is saying. because the individual did not offer up his pesach rishon in the right time. High, so Gimara says. I'm sorry. Da'ha If a person does not offer up the carbon rishon, the pesach rishon in its correct time. Ultimately, there's a chi of kares, so the gemara says, "High chet o my ovidle. So, both so say, remember again, Rabbi Nosson. Rabbi Nosson holds, as we saw before on Amad Aleph, that sheni is a tashlumin for Rishon. If that's the case, ultimately, again, what does Rabbi do with the second part of the pasuk that says, "Chet o yisa"? By what does he do by chet o yisa? Let's just leave it like that. So the gemara says, "High chet o yisa my avidly, kasaver megadeif." So we'll say, interestingly enough, Rabbi Nasan holds that the case of Megadif ultimately, again, is not a case of Hashem. So we'll say, what's Megadif? So according, we're going to see, according to Rabbi Nasan, he holds that Halacha Lameisa is someone who sings praises to Avod Zoro, But it's not a case, ultimately, again, of one who curses Hashem. And therefore, V'gomer haichet oda hasam, may haichet oda hacha. Ma kareis, Af hasam and therefore, ultimately, again, Rabbi will learn. Sorry, Rabbi Nasan will learn out the Chet Oyisa over here from the Chet Oyisa from 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 the f- previous context. Again, he also learns out that it refers to Kares. Rabbi Chanan ben Savar. Well, says that's Rabbi Nasan. What says Rabbi Chanan Yibin Hold, Savor the Chadalios Laasos ha-pesach V'Nichrisa. When the Pasuk says he didn't perform the Pesach, and therefore he gets Kares. I karban Hashem Lo Hikriv B'Moado. Besheni. So I will say ultimately again. Then when it says the Karban Hashemi did not offer up in its appointed time, that refers to Pesach sheni. o yisa my What does Rabbi Chananyah ben Akavi do with the chet o yisa? Kida amron. Ultimately again, it's supposed will say same Rosh as we mentioned before. The gzer shavah fakares hilchach. Therefore I will say listen to the bottom line. Here is the real nafkaminan in the in the machlokas. Therefore hilchach hisid bazei bazei. Therefore, comes out from this three-way machlokas. Also, I just want to point out, this is a yesodistic machlokas just about the mechanics of Pesach sheni. You have Rabbi telling me that it's a regal bifme You have Rabbi Nossam telling me that it's a tashlumin, tashlumim. tashlumim. And you have Rabbi Hananya ben Akavya saying, it's a Tashlumen and a Tikun. Remember, the chilik between Rabbi Nasan and Rabbi Chananya ben Akavya would be if you purposely missed Pesach Rishon. According to Rabbi Nasan, ultimately, again, Pesach Sheni would not work for you. According to Rabbi Hananya ben Akavya, it would work for you. Now let's, you're gonna see, as we finish this off, here we go. So the Gemara says, therefore, Hilchach, here Abbasa, you'll see it all mapped out. Here's it, Bozeh, Bozeh if a person intentionally missed Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, Divre HaKol Chaiv. Everyone agrees that you're Chaiv. Okay? So that, 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 that's easy. Shagag Bazeu Bazeu. If you accidentally missed Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, Divre HaKol, Pater. So those are the easy cases. Hazed Berishon B'Shagag B'Sheni. What happens if you intentionally missed Pesach Rishon and you accidentally missed Pesach Sheni, the Rebbe or the Rebbe Nasan, According to Rebbe and Rebbe Nasan, you'll be chayiv. You'll be your putter. Your putter. What happens if you accidentally miss Pesach Rishon, but you intentionally miss Pesach Sheni? The Rebbe right? ultimately again you are Potter. So we'll say so that 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 so th- this is incredibly important. Leaving aside the liability pieces, right, what really matters over here is about is about the mechanics of Pesach Shining. And I'll tell you, I think where these, again, liability for us does not matter as much o- o- only because, in general, we're trying to figure out the halacha, but what does matter is the following case. What does matter is... When, under what circumstances can you use Pesach Sheni? So we'll say, so everyone agrees that obviously, again, if you are an Ones, or if you are a Shogeg, say if you accidentally miss Pesach Rishon, or you had an extenuating circumstance, everyone will agree that, of course, in addition to Tamei B'der Chachoka, which usually fit into situations of sin, everyone agrees you could activate Pesach Sheni, you could utilize it. We'll say the fascinating Mahlokis case comes up, with what happens if you went ahead and you intentionally missed Pesach Rishon. Intentionally missed Pesach Rishon. So can you use Pesach Sheni or not? So Rebbe will say yes, because Rebbe holds that Sheni is Regal Bifme atzmo, And ultimately again, Rebbe Chanan Yebena Kavyo will also say yes, but Rebbe Nosson will say no. Similarly, what happens if a person converts? in between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Or a person, child becomes a Bar Mitzvah, in between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Is such an individual Chayv and Pesach Sheni or not? So once again, so, so I'm just pointing out that the mechanics, the me- so besides, the Gemara here is focused on liability. But the truth is, in addition to liability, is really just, under these nafkamina cases, where intentionally I missed Pesach Rishon, or I wasn't high in Pesach Rishon, what happens to Pesach Sheni? Three-way mechlok, yes. Good. Both say now we get into a fascinating sugya. Eizuhi derch rechok. both say, this is great. So now, the Torah tells us that if you are bederch rechok, if you are too far away from Yerushalayim, at the time of Shechita, that you are putter from Pesach Rishon, and you can offer up Pesach Sheni. To which the Gemara asks, How far is far? So listen to this. So the Gemara says, Mina v'lachutz. It's the distance from Modiim or Modiin and out. And out. So what does this mean? Says, so once it's the distance between Yerushalayim and Modyim, and it's that distance in every direction. Rabbi Akiva. These are the words of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Me haazar it says, No. Even if you are literally outside of the threshold of the base hamikdash, that's called b'darach rachoka. So we'll say, so now what Rabbi Leah is just saying is, b'darach rachoka is not as much a function of where you are, but it's a function of where you're not. Let's see, here this distinction? You see, according to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, choka literally means you're too far. You can't make it to Yerushalayim. So, okay, we can know what, what's the... We're going to see in the Gemara, what's the amount of distance that a person could travel in a certain amount of time? We could define that. So Rabbi Akiva says, if you're too far, you're not going to make it b'sha That's called Dachar Choka. So interestingly enough, Rabbi Eleza says, no, Dachar Choka means you're not where you're supposed to be. It doesn't really matter where you are. It just matters... Where you're not, where you're not. So we'll say it's an interesting machlokus in life. You know, sometimes, sometimes in life, I have to be somewhere, and sometimes in life, it doesn't really matter where I am. I just can't be here. I, I don't mean here, but you understand? Know, so in, in other words, that's that sometimes. Right, this is a fundamental use. Sword. It's the tzur merana se'tov. So sometimes I need to be there, and sometimes I just can't be here. It's almost like in life, this is the arachaim hakadosh brings this down. Vayitzay Yaakov. What's the pasuk? By Vayetse Yaakov, Vayitzay Yaakov, Meber Hashava Vayelech Harana. Right. So the Aruch says, why does it have to say Vayitzay Yaakov? Meber Hashava Vayelech Harana. Just say, just say Vayelech Harana. Why say, say Or just say Yaakov. So the Aruch Khalid says, because sometimes in life you need a Vayitzay. Sometimes you need a Vayelech. Sometimes in life I need to get there. And sometimes in life, I just need to get out of here. Sometimes I have to extricate myself from my circumstances. Sometimes I need to get. So by Yaakov he knew it was both. Yaakov Avinu had to get out of Be'er Sheva because his brother wanted to kill him. But he also had to get to Haran because that's where his destiny was. Sometimes I'm running from. Sometimes I'm running to. A dramatic yesod. So says the Gemara says the Gemara, an incredible idea over here. So you have Rabbi Eliezer saying that halacha lemaisa derech rechoka, is called im velachutz. You have, you have, that's Rabbi Akiva. You have Rabbi Eliezer saying, no, 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 if you're outside of the Beis say this is an incredibly novel idea, if you're outside of the Beis mikdash, literally, you're standing outside of the Beis mikdash compound, but you're, so you're not in the Beis mikdash by shashchita, that's also called derech rechoka. So the Gemara says, really Rabbi yosi so I will say, therefore, if you, if you happen to have the Pasuk printed in your Gemara, you can see over here that the Pasuk, the Gemara is quoting, uh, Pasuk Yod. There's a little, there's a little shmitchik on top of the hay. That's the technical term, right? There's a, there's a dot on top of the hay. So interestingly enough, comes along Rabbi Yossi and says to Rabbi Eliezer, that's why the Torah puts that little circle on top of the hay to tell you, Rechoka doesn't literally mean, doesn't have to mean geographically distant. It's just that you're not where you're supposed to be. So, because you're not where you're supposed to be, ultimately, again, you're considered to be. So the Gemara goes well, so let's analyze this. This is really, this is really interesting. Says the Gemara, Amr So, we'll say, How far is far? Now, here's the great part. We'll say, we know, again, Let's us whether or not modi'in of the Gimar is the exact modi'in of is not. it's not like that. But listen to this. So, Amar Ula, min Modiim modiin how far is modi'in from Yushalayim? Hamisha asar milin. It's 15 mil. 15 mil. Now, we'll say, you know, normally when we get to Shi'urim, we kind of just like move forward. I'm, well, let's spend a little bit of time on this because it's actually interesting. So just to give you the ratio, right? One mil equals 2,000 mm-hmm. Amos. 2,000 amos is approximately 3,500 feet. And let's, for our purpose, I'm rounding a little bit. And therefore again, let's assume that it is 0.6 miles. 0.6 miles. So one mil is 0.6 miles, which tells you that what? That therefore again, the distance from Modin to Yerushalayim is nine miles. Nine miles. This This is very interesting. So the shear of Derech Rechoka is nine miles. Nine miles, okay. In this case, very interesting. So the Gemara says, Listen to this. How, what distance could a person walk in a day? So the Gemara says, So, so, so how, how far could a person walk? So 10 parcels. Now watch this. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, it's the first white line in Rashi. Asara parcels is 40 milim, 40 mil. So now we've established that a mil is 0.6 miles. So 40 mil, 40 mil is 24 miles. A person could walk 24 miles in a day, and I confirmed Rashi's sheeta with Google, it's true. If you Google it, right? Average distance of presence, they say twenty six miles. Okay, but th- that could also be doing. It's all the same. Remember, I'm also rounding up these numbers a little bit because there's a big machlokas. Even on both Again, I told you that. I told you that one mil is thirty five hundred feet. The truth is, that's a little bit of a, of, a, of a middle shita. It kind of goes from like 32 something to 36 something else. So again, we're rounding a little bit. See, interestingly enough, in the Isaac Hazal, an average person could walk 24 miles in a day. I want to be clear. That's if you're walking the whole day, 24 miles in a day. So watch this. So we'll say, how is that broken up? Now, this is very important. How is this broken up? This is so incredible. So, a person could walk 10 parcels. So, from, from Alos Hashachar, which is dawn, until Netzachama, till sunrise, a person could walk 5 mil. 5 mil. From Shkia sunset until Tzay, so a person could also walk 5 mil. So, we'll say, so that's 10 mil of the day that's taken up between Alos and Netz. And shkiya and seis. So therefore, pasule tlasin. That leaves me thirty mil to walk in the rest of the day. So the Gemara says, "Chamisha I'm sorry, "Chamisar I can walk fifteen mil from sunrise to midday. And I can walk another 15 mil. Ultimately, again, from midday until sunset. Now, I will say now, why is that important? Because remember, again, it's that last part that I need for our purposes over here. What does derech rechoka mean? Derech rechoka means I can't make it to Yerushalayim during the time of shrit I will say, what's the time of shmita? Let's prolong the window just a little bit. But let's assume it's from midday. It's not really from midday. It's later. But let's assume it's from midday. Ultimately, again, until sunset. What's the amount of distance I could walk between midday and sunset? 15 mil. Therefore, if I am more than 15 mil out of Yerushalayim, during the time of Shechita, that is called derech rechoka. And that's why the Gemara chooses to measure this. Right? I think Karate Modin is more than nine miles out of Yerushalayim, no? Pretty sure. Right, I think so. All right. In any in any event, so we'll say so the the the, the idea of the Gemara says over here is that is that halacha That's the shear. So fifteen so fifteen mil fifteen mil. Ultimately, again, is the distance. Ula Litame, the Amr Ula Ula said. ezri derech rechoka was the definition of derech rechoka kol in kani's So we'll say so this goes according to Ula because remember according to Ula the definition of 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 derech rechoka ultimately is that I can't get to Yerushalayim in time for mar, shachar, So we'll say, Let's analyze this a little bit. So we we'll us say, see, now this is really fascinating. So you begin to see that the halachic definition of Terech Rehoka is really based on, on on how much I could travel. But again, I just want to point out it's how much I could travel during Shechita. During Shechita. So remember, this is the goal. This is all going according to Ula. That Terech Rehoka means I can't make it to Yerushalayim in time for the Shekita of the Karma Pesach. What's the maximum amount of distance that a normal person could traverse over the course of the window for Shekita? 15 mil. 15 mil, 9 miles. And therefore, if I am more than 9 miles out of Yerushalayim, past Modi'in, I'm called B'dayach Rechoka, and I'm pushed off to Pesach Shemi. Amr Mar, Me Alos Hashachar, the Nates Milin. So, how do I know that from Alos Hashachar, from dawn up until Nates, I could walk the distance of five mil? So the Gemara says, Minolin, from where do I know this? Tiksev, Ukimohashachar Allah, Veya Itzu Hamalachim. Vuksev, Hashemesh Yatsa Allah, Oretz, Velot Bat Zorah. So, we'll say, because the Pasik says that ultimately it was, this is by the story of Stom, when the Malachim are saving Lot from the destruction of Stom. So, the Pasik says it was Alos HaShachar, and the Malachim said to Lot, you gotta move, you gotta move. They, they pushed him. And it says, the sun came up, sunrise, and Lot arrived in Tsoar. Soar was the city where Lot, or the area where Lot and his daughters took refuge. Ultimately, as stone was being destroyed. And Rabbi Hanina said, I saw the distance between stone and tsar, and the distance between storm and tsar ultimately is 5 mil. So we'll say, that's the raya, that's the raya, that ultimately, again, the, distance, the, the amount of distance you could traverse between dawn and alos is going to be 5 mil. Incredible, Rabbi, incredible. So, Gufa, we'll say, let's analyze this a little bit. We'll just go for another minute, then we'll stop. Says the Gemara. So we'll say so remember again, Ula says. Remember, our entire Gemara up until now has been operating with this idea, with this, with this approach. The approach of Ula, namely that the definition of derech rechoka means you can't get to your shalaim during the time of shita. Rabbi Yehuda Amar Chol shein yachal Kanis, bishas achila. Oh, we'll say now the Gemara introduces us. There's another shita. The Shita Rabbi and Rabbi Huda holds no, derich rechoka means you can't get to your shrine in time for achilah. I was say now, remember, that is a, that is a dramatically different sheet. As she says over here, cause, kosha sachilah, sherechok me chatzos ayam kokachin yochalikatz chatzos. Remember again, what's the shah sachilah for karma pesach? What's the window of consumption? So it's a machlokas. Is it until chatzos, or is it until the morning? But even sidestepping that a little bit, according to Rabbi Huda, you have much longer time to get to Yerushalayim. Remember, according to Ula, you have to get there by Shashrit. According to Ula, as long as you could get there during the Zman Achila, whatever time that is, that's not called Baderachok. We'll stop over here with this, I'm ending with this Machlokas. Emirat Sashom will pick up with it tomorrow. We'll say Shikayach.